T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some of us will continue to strive every day to try to find that. Um, Demons found it. Selfie taker. Yeah, yeah, he's nailed it. Also... An opportunity. We should we give away some more uh, parking. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, parking for the uh, for the parade tomorrow. We're giving away a parking spot at Crown Center. It's the place to park for the parade. It's right across the street from Union Station, Pershing and McGee garages, and we're going to give away a parking pass for that right now. Caller number. Let's go with caller number six at nine one three five eight six seven six ten nine one three five eight six seven six ten. It's a great place to park. It's a short distance from Union Station, and it's going to be your test run for the draft as well. You're going to want to park there for the draft and for the parade tomorrow. Parade. So we're giving you an opportunity to park for free. We know how much Kansas City loves parking, so we're giving away free parking. It's a $40 value. It's a $40 value you're getting in this to park right by uh, the parade route tomorrow. So 913-586-7610 is the telephone number if you want to win that parking pass from our good friends over at Crown Center. All right, I went to uh, the craziest sporting event I've ever been to this past weekend, and it wasn't the Super Bowl on Sunday. Okay. We've seen it from afar. Yep. I needed to see it in person to truly uh, get there. It's not for everybody. It's probably not a bucket list for anybody. Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, all right. At least not in our age group. <laughs> Younger age groups, I'd say it's probably in your bucket list. Or uh, Dana Wright. But uh, went to the uh, to the Waste Management Open mm-hmm. on Saturday. Speaking of Dan and Hughes, Dan and Hughes, who knows everybody somewhere, somewhere, right. hooked us up with uh, with some passes, thanks to uh, to uh, PGA golfer and native Iowan Zach Johnson. Oh, who, uh, <laughs> random is that? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> they, it's like, hey, you want to go to the Waste Management Open? I got tickets. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah of I want to go see yeah, this. Yeah. Um, Did you pass out on a green? No, uh, it's, a, it's a bleep show. Yeah, it it it, it was one of the. <laughs> I'll call it a sporting event. It's not really. It's a a for the most part a drunken uh, party. Yeah. That a golf event happens in the middle of. So that's the way golf should be. Let's just call it what it is. Golf is very boring. Nobody cares about watching it unless Tiger's playing. If you have a drunken festival on hole sixteen, that's what we're Correct. talking about. Correct. And I love how they make it to just hole sixteen. It is not. It's not. It's the well, we didn't even make it to the front, uh, but. The entire back's a party. It is. It's unbelievable. If you're going to watch golf, go to the Masters. Mm-hmm. Like, go to Pebble. Were there people there complaining that whatever. the sanctity of golf is being ruined by this? I, I didn't hear Did those we people. Hear that you guy? don't hear those people. There's too many. Too many of the woo 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 yeah. crowd. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure the golfers love it too because it's fun. To no? a certain extent, I'm guessing there's maybe a little too much access at some point in time where they're. 
it's up on them. Right. Because some of it's like really up on you. And, the, you know, like any golf course, they'll have the quiet please sign. Did but they this have one, that? Oh, there? yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. But at this one, no one's paying attention. Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody's even, like, maybe the immediate two people that are by the tee box trying to actually see them tee off or paint. Right. But it is an absolute bleep show. I, I hate to tell, you know, like, in a, average, in a great way. And then if you're, if you're in college and you're of that age, uh-huh. that's the place for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's way younger. Writing this down. Way my son, my sons are yeah. going. Yeah, what are you talking about, Dad? Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's for everybody but your child is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> my children definitely should not be there. Either one of them. Um, I would say for you, uh, don't let your daughters know anything about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that would be you. You won't want them out of the house again. Yep. Uh, it it was an amazing like just people event, an absolute people event. Yeah. So. We didn't get to the back. Sixteen was a just a just a crazy, 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 right? Just as as advertised. As soon as they open the doors, people sprint in. Like the kids sprint in and run to the hole. Oh, kind of like mean, Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just sprint in. So sixteen's crowd. But the whole anybody end up in the horse center? <laughs> 16, 17, 18, crazy, just crazy. And it's just it's just beers and heckling and the whole. It's it's people it's, doing shots. It's amazing. And then yeah, people. Laying there, passed out. I mean, <laughs> do you have any pictures of that? Uh, no, I mean, I did more watching than pictures. Sure. Did some, but uh, and then being around the Super Bowl made it even wilder because we had all, all our Chiefs Chiefs gear, and I had my uh, my uh, my Jabroni shirt, uh-huh. which you can get. Yeah. Check out our our uh, social media channels; you can get that. Right. Our, if you want our, the link, just text B Dub nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Had I known, I would have had cards that had the link on it handed out. A lot yeah. of people were like, "I love that shirt, love that shirt, love that shirt." So we had various degrees of Chiefs. Or I had my jabroni shirt on, and uh, we had two uh, two people wearing Hawaiian chief shirts, mm-hmm. and so they were getting heckled by the 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 uh, the kid. I'll call them the kids. The kids, yeah, because it's not Hawaii. About yeah. about uh, hey, there's the other Andy Reeds, and so they were the other. <laughs> and who were those? They people? were the other Andy Reeds. I was think Danon. No, Danon was not. Uh, I, I think it was, I think it was Steve and Travis from our crew uh, were the other Andy Reeds, and I had my jabroni shirt on, so I was jabroni, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, so twelve was another. Hole and I'd, I'd never heard the but the the stands are high oh, enough. There's up. more than one hole in this tournament. Well, there's tons of holes, oh. but where there's a there's a stand that's the the stands are high up and overlooks twelve, but then there's a walking path for just the regular people as well. Yeah, it becomes heckle central, okay. right? And so there at times might be beers rain down, but for the most part they were just they were just trying to get people to do stuff, and so we had walked back back there a couple times and. They would do, you know, chug your beer, chug your beer, you know. To, so, to like, the, to like everybody the other walking patrons. By. The other patrons that are walking by. And, you know, you chug your beer or whatever. So, so about the third time passing through, they're like, hey, jabroni, jabroni, chug your beer, chug your beer. So I'm like, I obliged them. I chug my beer. It's a big, yeah. Did you slam the beer and on so, the ground? So I went over, and they had, they had the, uh, the, the recycle bins, you know, there. And I, I chugged my beer, and I p- proudly held it in the air. And then I dunked it. And it went off the rim. I was gonna say it bounced all over the place. Oh, <laughs> and not a rim shot. And it, and it, yeah, yeah. Ah. And it, and it, and it bounced. And all the other guys take off. Like all my, all, all my, all my boys yeah. just, yeah. just went. <laughs> and I am literally by myself in this fairway of twelve, with I don't know how many thousand people up behind, just heckling the crap out of me. Good. And uh, there's so there's one of the marshals there, the little old lady that there, yeah, and she's that she's really holding and, it together. And there. she's 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 laughing. She gets up off her stool and moves out of the way, 
because they're going after me. And so she's like, I'm not, I'm not having any part of this. And so she bails right away, and they're like, yeah, get out of there. And she's got the quiet police sign, and, you know, nobody's paying attention. And then I have to move – I literally have to move the can to then get my bottle and then put it back in there. And it was it was bad. Well, you better get the stretch was, so I could see you pulling a muscle well, yeah, I did pull muscle one. there too. But they were <laughs> merciless, and it was, it was fantastic. And so if you had some Chiefs on or you had some Eagles on, uh, they were – they were going. It was it was a scene. That sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. It, I would have enjoyed. Yeah, that. we had fun with that with with the heckling. They were all you know. Everybody's everybody's really cool. And then yeah. if you if you and if you fell down drunk somewhere, which plenty of people did, they're all over you. You of know, course, like, yeah, of course. Anybody yeah. that slipped and fell, they were all over you. So it was <laughs> it was one of the craziest sporting events I've ever been. That's to. fantastic. And I, I don't know that it. it was a sporting event. No, it's not. I, I saw like two groups tee off and. And a couple shots from the fairway. Is, is this and then where the we rest debate of it, whether golf is a sport yeah, or not, or yeah. we save that for June? Pretty much. Yeah. And then the rest of it was just was just people watching. Yeah. It was incredible. Awesome. I love it, man. That's so cool. I, I think that would have been the highlight probably of my weekend, too, was going to that and just people watching and seeing what everybody was doing at the Waste Management Open. How did Tiger fare? Was not there. He was not there. He was not there. That's I, the only golfer I know. Yeah. And it was – yeah, it's it's – Again, I don't know it's a bucket list for everybody because if you're going for the sporting event, it's definitely but not But is there. anybody going for the sporting event, though? I mean, is somebody going there going, you know what, I'm excited to see some good golf. Let I'm go sure. To the waste management open. I'm sure you can find somebody to say, you know, I used to w- go to this tournament when. When? Maybe, <laughs> though, but I feel like that's always been a drunk fest for as and long I, as I can remember. And I think I think Saturday's probably the worst, to be my guess. Maybe Sunday, if there's not a Super Bowl, yeah. um, would be in, the, in that town would be pretty out of hand. But Saturday, when we all had the availability to go, it was was uh, everybody yelling was "Get show. in the hole!" Oh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's in the hole. They were they were cutting hole. I saw a video. They were cutting the guy that cuts the hole. You know, yeah, right? Spacker. And and I don't remember which which hole it was, but he was just a you know, groundskeeper there. Uh, and yeah, the hole stands are going. You know, um, cut that hole. It was it was get it in that hole or something. You know, they <laughs> they were all. It was just. I mean, you're just you're the you're just at the mercy of whatever. Yeah. Whatever spirit takes over the heckling, yeah. and it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> so I can't imagine what I mean. Some of the players probably get heckled, you know. Oh, I'm sure they do. But yeah. it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a show. That's but, for sure. But that's what you got to expect. And qu- quite honestly, golf is such a niche sport that's not interesting. Things like that get people interested yeah. in it and get people to attend and, and get people to spend money at your event. Dirty little secret for some of these tournaments: uh, they're making tons of money. Oh yeah. Oh God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just sell a whole ton of beer. Yeah, just sell a bunch of booze and call it a give people yes. what they want. Nobody wants to. Watch oh, it's seltzers too. I mean, you get any sell, you get tons of seltzers. Seltzers and beer. Did you get huge? Did you get, did huge you, in the seltzer category. Did you get hard liquor? Was there anything of that nature? Oh, sure. You, you, you anything get, you wanted. You can get whatever you want. Did you have there, one yeah. of those pimento cheese sandwiches? No, no. I don't know what the I don't know what the food was there. I didn't want to wait in line. So I would imagine it's Phoenix, probably food trucks, so. as far as the eye could see. Right? And then if you're getting heckled, make sure you don't you know miss the dunk. Yeah, you got to finish yeah, the dunk there. You got to finish the play. Come on. Yeah. I knew when the Come on, Josh. when the gray-haired grandmother of 18 uh-huh. who was uh, monitoring the 12th fairway right, wintering from Minnesota uh, <laughs> ran away from me cuz she, she knew she picked up her oh, chair and rolled out. Missed, you, you it was going it was going to be bad. She's like, "I'm not helping. I'm not helping this this young lad out. I'm getting <laughs> oh, out of the way." Oh. I got to make yeah. it back to the home at 5 for porridge. Yeah. yeah. Where there are a bunch of crazy costumes, you know, dressed up. You know, I think I saw the oh, yeah, mammies yeah. or something, and a bunch of yeah, different. Yeah, there was um, all kinds of 
Yeah, I like the guys that they had the the masters jumpsuits on. You know, okay. the, the caddy jumpsuits. <laughs> there were like three of those. That's, I like. There were like three of those guys. That was one of my favorites. There was a lot yeah. of like dressing up together. I think there's the 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 USA ones had the you know the pants and the shirts and everything. Sure. And so yeah, the, part, that's part of it too. Yeah. I think is. You get your group and dress up. We and How we had Mickelson and we had the other Andy Reeds. So yeah, that was good. Andy so we were, we were, I love it. We were that hole just Did looks Mickelson phenomenal. Ho- oh, it looks it looks great on television. Yeah. I, I can't imagine yeah. what it was like to be there. Was yeah. Mickelson good or not? Uh, yeah, I don't think he was there either. He <laughs> might have been. I don't know. What about Freddie Couples? Uh, you'd have to check the leaderboard online somewhere because you are finding it there. Tell me who the winner was. I'll let you know if I've ever heard of that person. I'm there for the party. I'm not there for the Sheffley. I think won it. Who? I think Adam. <laughs> Adam Sheffley, yes. NFL insider Adam Sheffley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, As reported by Jay Gla- Glaze. Glaze reported. Jay Glaze. Yeah, Glaze. Jay Glaze. <laughs> had, it, <laughs> had the full report on it. And was he in Rappaport there at any, at any Uh No, the fake one was, the though. Fake one yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. All the fake ones were there. Good, I like they, that. They formed an entire, an entire group. What about James Palmer? Was he there? No, no, no. He was... He was firmly in camp with the Chiefs. He, had, he couldn't be bothered. I'm busy following Chiefs into the restroom to see what they ate for dinner last night. Yes, yes. Corn. It had corn in corn, it. Corn, everybody. Corn. They must have corn buffets. Uh, Dana Hughes is here. He is. Chiefs, great. Our uh, color analyst on the Chiefs radio network as well. Fantastic selfie taker. Uh, so if you want a selfie with Dana, he will uh, actually uh, shoot it on his camera for you. Uh, but we are here at Rally House, 97th Aquarius. Come on by. It has gift cards to give away still. Uh, the store is open. Get some early shopping in for your uh, your Super Bowl tees and more. Get ready for that parade here at Rally House. We're at 97th and Quivera. Uh So drop on by. We'll talk to Dana Hughes coming up in a few minutes. And there is a ranking, Bob says, should also be thrown away that doesn't have Mahomes one. Next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bono 
Donald looking to pass the football. Throws in the middle. Pass is cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, Chiefs. Touchdown, Chiefs. Damon Hughes puts the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news, and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. Normally joins us Tuesdays at 8.30. We wanted an expanded edition today following the uh, the Chiefs Super Bowl win. It is Chiefs color analyst, former Chiefs wide receiver, former Hawkeye wide receiver, Danon Hughes. He's back just barely from Arizona. Good yes, morning. Yes, good morning, fellers. It's did, good to be back. Did you have fun on the uh, Phoenix Open Hole with uh, Josh, or did you behave yourself? I behaved myself. I did have – it was an experience. Uh-huh. There would be some things I would do differently. Not uh, go or what? Oh, what? no, I would go back. Okay, you would. Okay, I just good. didn't know about the wristbands and access to the whole certain, certain places to go. Uh, I'd stay between 16 and 18, I think, and I would have the wristbands to get me into – the stadium areas. Well, see, I think that's the cool thing about doing an event. You learn everything on yeah. your first one, and then you have to go back and do it right. Like, yep. regardless of what event it is. Like, the parade on Wednesday, we were just talking about it. I hope the team comes down, does the parade, does their thing, goes have lunch. Because last time there was a lull where they made the fans wait outside for like 90 freezing. minutes in the cold. And it was like, where's the team? So, hopefully yeah. this time you learn from something like that. And, and you, you know, so when you go back to the Phoenix Open, you've got a plan now. You've got a yeah. game plan. You're ready to roll. Where's some better sneakers you know not not worry about you know the how you're looking and yeah all that. there's some good <laughs> good sneakers there's a lot of walking yeah and so yeah i learned some stuff but i it, it was it was a, a phenomenal spectacle it looks awesome it was a man. party and they just happened to be playing golf and and people were like how could they have the, both of those big events in phoenix at the same time and i talked to somebody who lived down there like we don't even really know both of those events are going on yeah. it's, it's opposite ends of the town and yeah. all that kind of stuff but it's such a big area yeah, that out. you can have that kind of stuff going I, on i think it was dana that said it might not have been i know we, we bumped into so many people like that that the most encounters you've had people were weren't people asking are you going to the super bowl it was are you going to the waste management yeah, open when you got to town yeah yeah you got to town. Like, oh, what are you, are you here for here? Yeah, are you here for the waste management <laughs> oh maybe Oh, there's Super Bowl. There's okay, Super Bowl yeah. going on yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, it's cool. Nuts. But, but it's going to be like that. You know, Phoenix is obviously in the rotation now for the Super Bowls, oh. and it's going to be unless they add that 18th game and push everything back to President's Day weekend, which would make a lot of sense. But if they continue to where they are right now, the next Super Bowl in Phoenix will coincide with the Waste Management Open again. So Miami was fun, but it was. You know, because you had all those two-lane bridges. Yeah, Miami's and, a tough town because yeah. there's so much traffic and the access to get around Miami yeah. is not the best. Phoenix was phenomenal to me. I, I've I've always loved Phoenix. I go to Phoenix probably two, three times a year at least with my buddies, play golf, hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that town. I think that would be a great 
great place to Host. have more Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah Super more, Bowls, more yeah. Super Bowls. Better than having it in, in some other cities. Like, I hate to say this because I know I'm, I'm wrong, but Los Angeles. Like, yeah. we, we don't need the Super Bowl in Los Angeles because you get to the point where these cities just become too big. They're too hard to get around. I mean, even Phoenix. I mean, the Eagles got st- stuck in traffic. They kept showing like they couldn't make it to the stadium on time or whatever the case may be. That's why I think a town like Kansas City, yeah. New Orleans is the best for the Super Bowl. San Diego was phenomenal. Yeah. Those are the towns you wanted in, the ones that you don't have to have anxiety about making it to the game. Yeah, exactly. I will say uh, the Eagles being stuck in traffic, they deserved it. They, I, I, I've become, Bob, as I've gotten back here, I've soaked up all of the wind stuff. Now I'm going back into the petty. As you can see, I got my T-shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know your role and shut your mouth. Um they were the most obnoxious fans that I think I've ever encountered because they initiated being obnoxious. Yeah. Like it wasn't like there was some back and forth and they took it over the top. Like I can't tell you how many people at that waste management open just openly came up, thumbing up, thumbing their nose in my face and my wife, you know, go home, you know, go Eagles, fly Eagles, whatever that stuff is tapping my wife on her back while we're watching the hole. I'm ignoring them because I, I know that I can kind of go to from zero to 100. And you know you can beat all of them up. And, and my wife, you know, she has a kind of a pet peeve about people tapping her and stuff like that. My wife does too, so yeah. I tap her all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and she was like, Dana, I just, like, I want you to know that I did this for you. Because I know she's never going back. <laughs> yeah. she's, like, never, she's never going back to this event again. Yep. She's yeah. like, I know you. You really. It's really important for you to broadcast this game and not be in jail. Right. And had I went jersey on them and, <laughs> and said something or did something, you right. would have had to jump in. Yeah. So I appreciate that about my wife. But yeah, they were pretty obnoxious yeah. in the stadium. Everywhere you saw, it was like they were. And I guess it's the norm up there. We're from Jersey. So we kind of know that we kind of know, Jersey. but it's it's completely different from where we grew up versus, yeah. and it's only what thirty minutes south or yeah, whatever. I exactly. mean, it's not that. I mean, New York to Philadelphia is like ninety minutes. You grew outside yeah. right outside New York. I grew up right outside of New York. It's a different part of the country than ninety ninety minutes straight south, yeah. which is where Philadelphia is. I mean, it, it it's a city that. When, when you think about it, I mean, you're wedged between Washington, D.C. and New York. Mm-hmm. All those cities get the love. So you've got that chip on your shoulder True. your whole life that New York's better than us, D.C.'s better than us, nobody gives us any credit, and your sports franchises have not been that good. Yeah. I mean, yes, they made championship rounds this year and lost all three, but historically speaking, they haven't had a lot of success. They haven't had a lot of championships in that town. And I think every town likely has something that they, like they grab onto – you know, we are barbecue. You tailgate, barbecue, that's the whole experience. Right. I feel like the Eagles, like their whole experience is, involves like. Beating up the other fans. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just challenging the other fans verbally and, you know, it, it, was, it was bad. But I'm, so I'm glad that we won. And I just but say now this. I can go but, back but, and like, talk trash to them. But, but the, I just say this. Th- th- it's gotten old. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, not, it's not entertaining anymore. And, and for me, I, it kind of ended a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, all right, enough of this. Like, my sister lives in Philly, right? And she was going to go to the game against the Giants. She goes, I'm not spending $1,000 to sit in the upper deck to get heckled because I have my Saquon Barkley jersey. Yeah. Like, you're not making it 
a pleasant place for people to go and experience a sporting event. And you can wear that with a badge of honor all you want. I think it's stupid. Yeah, and that's what they but they do wear. I know, I, but, like, but but it's that's part it's, of the package. It's stupid though. Yeah. I mean, you you're, you're making fools of yourselves, and everybody around the country has a bad taste in their mouth for the way that they behave yep. at games, and it seemingly just gets worse and worse and worse every time you turn around. I'm like, what? Why do you guys feel the need to be this way? And for, you know what's funny is I've I've had. M- multitudes of friends that have come out here for games and some of them are Eagles fans some are Giants fans some are Cowboys fans and they leave like wow like they've seen the light of how you're actually supposed to act Mm -hmm. at a football you can still be competitive you can still cheer on your team you can still boo the other team on the field and all the action but as far as in the concourses in the parking lots at the restaurants you can cheer but you're not going to get like a whole host of Chiefs fans that are just going to be coming up and like, you know, in your face, pointing their finger, yeah. even after the wins and stuff like that. It's like there's a classy way to handle the entire experience of enjoying NFL football. And then there's not. Yeah, there's a couple of things. more. When I did they co-opt? Thing. When did they co-opt all the birds too? they're oh. just eagles? So. There are so many like go birds. birds. I'm like you can't you can't take over the whole no, you, you, bird or, section. Or the and, you're just yeah. an eagle. Yeah, you're, you're a part eagle, of the. Yeah. You're part of birds. Are, are eagles <laughs> Where, birds why did, though? Aren't they mammals? Why did they? Uh-huh. I could, I, that could be a huge huge thing too. But I didn't understand why they they were taking over a whole collection. I thought that was that yeah. was a little yeah, step yeah, over yeah, step in your bounds a but little bit. You, you knew like we we all knew they were classless going yeah. in because of the way that they behave. They booed Dak Prescott getting man of the year. Yeah. Okay, I and, understand and, he's and, a Dallas Cowboy. And DeMarcus Ware, who DeMarcus was celebrated for getting in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that one I could laugh a little bit about. That one's fine, man but this is the man year. of the year. Of the year. Oh, no, this is the NFL's highest honor. This wasn't like a Back random off. Cowboy that they're just introducing, like Roger Staubach and introducing Hall of Famers or whatever <laughs> right. in the yeah. game, right? Right. right? Fine, you want to boo that. But you're booing the man of the year at the Correct. Super Bowl. Santa like, Claus and the man of the year. That's yeah. where it, that's but, that happens, but man. That, wh- but why do they think? Think that's and Michael cool. Irvin laying down. Yeah, Michael yeah. Irvin laying down, and so that that's the one thing that I I, I just did. I I'm like God, you're booing the man of the year. You really have taken it to a new level. Cry Eagles, cry is the new saying now, or die Eagles die. It's not fly Eagles fly anymore yeah. because they had an opportunity to have the greatest season in their franchise's history, and now it's a footnote because they went out there and got outcoached and outplayed by Andy Reid and the Chiefs. And you also realize that it can affect how former players embrace the organization. Not saying that they don't love their time as playing for the Eagles, but Sean Barber lives here. Right. Mark Mark McMillan, he's out west. Right. Like, there's a reason why they're not still there in South Jersey or in Philadelphia because Mm – all of that, I'm sure, is a part of it, whether it's conscious or subconscious, that they realize there's better fan bases. We, we experienced better, so we're going to stay where we've experienced better. Yeah, absolutely. That That's the thing, and, and that's why Kansas City is such a great place because, you know, we were at the Jacksonville playoff game, and mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of JAG fans there, but everyone came by. We invited over the tailgate. Yep. You saw that going on in the parking lot, invite people over. You go to Philadelphia and tailgate with an opposing jersey on, your car is going to be on fire. when you, yeah. And I'm not joking about that. And they brag about that, and they cheer about that, and they celebrate that. I'm a Giants fan, and I went to an Eagles game, and you lit my car on fire? Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the Jay Southland Tow Service text line at 913-586-7610, did Bob just say he taps his wife all the time? Yes, we yes. will make sure we have cut that. <laughs> and I think he added, and she doesn't like it. So we will definitely, <laughs> if that was the soundbite, 
we will definitely we will definitely be clipping that. Vito, I'm sure. I'm, I'm guessing he's probably probably on it already. Dan and Hughes is with us. Brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated. MyComfortSystems.com. All right, Danon. A fantastic football game, though. Like, if I was just a football fan watching that game and taking out the Chiefs part of it too, that was a great game. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I've gotten multiple texts uh, on the Twitter Twitter sphere, I guess we can say. Uh, people saying it's in the argument as one of the best or one of the best Super Bowls. I agree. I think you had the offense, you had the defense, you had special teams magic, you had every aspect of the game. You had star power at quarterback, big plays. wasn't just teams moving the ball down the field, kind of, you know, six yards here, five yards here. You had big touchdown throws. Um, like, I thought everything that you would want in football, you got. Minimal penalties. Um, I know the, the, the Eagles fans are crying about – and I've gone on Twitter and Facebook and uh, posted different things about that. Like, it was a foul. Like, you can go back. We can go to every drive. I, I actually rewatched the first drive of the second half by the Chiefs where we went down and Isaiah Pacheco scored a touchdown. And there were multiple hits to Patrick Mahomes' head. There was a horse collar. There were, you know, there were, there were multiple infractions, but n- nothing that, warranted any kind of impact as far as from the from the officials and definitely negates any blame from the other side like for every play that the eagles can say was questionable call or whatever we can say the same thing on our side and but you know that's the nature of the game but i just thought it was as clean a football game as possible um and like going into the game i felt we were the better football team and a better team won. Well, I think also, too, Dane, and we get so bogged down with this low-hanging fruit, and it's easy for everybody to blame the referee. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the first drive of the second half. Go back and watch all all of the drives that the Chiefs had in the second half because they all ended the same way with points. Yeah. And so if, if you want to sit there and complain about a penalty that happened with a buck 58 to go, why aren't you complaining about the previous 28 minutes where this vaunted defense coached by Rocky Balboa couldn't get off the field? <laughs> yeah. The leading sack defense of the year. 77 sacks coming into the game against a bad Chiefs offensive line. Oh, my God, the domination. Four drives, four scores, and could have been four touchdowns had Jarek McKinnon not slid down. That's the only field goal in the bunch, right? So. I just I just don't have it on my palate or on my plate to listen to people talk about the ref. And and then you I've never seen a player at the end of a game going, Yeah, I held. I was hoping they wouldn't see it, but I did it. Yep, yeah, you're absolutely right. I held. Which is mature. Which is very yeah. mature. Which is he'll be cut by the yeah. Eagles because of that, which is fine. Um Or but, or they'll overturn his car and you know, Right, right, it. Yeah, yeah. Light it back on fire. <laughs> um but but I, I think I, I think when you when you look at it, you've gotta say, Okay, yeah, was the call ticky tack and did you not like it? Sure, you can be upset that the call happened. But at the end of the day, your defense was ass in the second yeah, half. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you mentioned Jarek McKinnon and sliding. Uh, you, we all get a chance to go down to the locker room or you know, intertwine with the players doing post-game interviews, et cetera. We, we, run, we walk down the tunnel. You're waiting outside the locker room. There's a bunch of pictures, obviously, around Arrowhead. To me, there should be no less than 50 big pictures of Jarek McKinnon slide around <laughs> Arrowhead. Like, I feel like if you really, like, that should be immortalized around Arrowhead Stadium is that picture with his knee slid. I, I posted it on Twitter at DA Hughes Guy 83. 
Uh, it was a great caption that a guy uh, had from Facebook that I carried over. I s- screenshotted and brought it over, so I'm giving him credit as well because the words that he mentioned, I feel like that entire caption should probably be spread out around Arrowhead, at least 50 pictures around Arrowhead with that caption because that, to me, like epitomizes the class that we want to say, the the intelligence that we want to have with this team, not just the on-the-field magic, but everything that was involved in this game. We out-coached them. We out-executed uh, the Eagles. You know, the fact that you can run two identical plays and get two scores. That you just, stole from Doug Peterson, who yeah. did it in week seven yeah. against the team, and you didn't adjust. Exactly. And then the, the multiple moves and plays and – and, you know, impromptu different different things. And then on the Eagles side, they're complaining about the extended amount of time between plays. And I was talking about this on the broadcast when Andy Reid threw the red flag and because there was so much of a delay and they stopped the play and basically gave us more time to think it over. Didn't work for us, but it that's the Eagles' fault. If the Eagles don't rotate a player in, we don't get time to rotate a player in right. and them extend that that opportunity. So I'm sure that it had that been overturned and worked in our favor, that would have been the whole blow up as well. But the Eagles contributed to some of that on our side. They contributed some of our success by the some of the moves that they did. Um, they gave us 14 free points, too. Yeah. With, I mean, nobody's talking about Nick Bolton's scoop and score if you're in Philadelphia today and talking about how that changed the game. Or the Kadarius Tony punt return that sets you up at the five yard line. All three phases of the game. Yeah. And and as you mentioned, I heard you guys talking about it coming in. Uh, I've heard other people talking about it as well. The Eagles defense didn't play anybody. No. They played Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence pretty right. much. That's this year. it. That's about it. And, and yet we were supposed to be super super feelful of them going into this game and thought Patrick Mahomes was in danger and. He should get Lloyd's of London insurance or something on mm-hmm. his body because this Eagles defensive front was going to tear him apart, and that just didn't happen. All right. I, I Back heard... to the penalty for a second. Yep. Um, also, I you have to almost have to explain Which to people. Penalty? Well, the, the one that, <laughs> that I heard somebody ask Patrick about be, it being a controversial penalty. Yeah. And I, I wanted him to say what controversial penalty, but he just answered the whole thing and said he, he answered, it, answered it great. He was like, hey, our receivers are taught to – fight through a play, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're not looking for the for the call, but fight through a play. That's right. And he's like, I didn't see it. The pressure was coming. Um, the pressure was coming, and there was a guy in my face, but I, I, I rewatched it now, and I also – he's like, I'm not going to throw it that far off if I don't expect the guy to be there. Yeah. Like, I'm not that inaccurate. I mean, yeah. it, was like, it was basically like, well, I threw it there, and the guy was nowhere in the, in the vicinity. You want to know why? Because he was held. But also during a game, coaches lobby, players lobby. Yep. Calls while you want them to be consistent can change throughout the game. It's a natural flow of yeah. a game yeah. where someone's going, "Hey, did you see? Did you see? I was, I was okay." I'll How look many for times that next did time. you go up to the ref and tell and, him that? And Juju oh, did that. Time. And yeah. Juju did that earlier in the game. I'm like, "Well, yeah, he's going to get a call later because that was the, that was the buildup." But here's the thing: talking about Juju, you run earlier in the first quarter when he gets the hold. All right, you complain to the refs if Andy Reid's on the sideline and he's in the ear of the, the officials. The comment is not screaming and yelling like, you know, maybe some other coaches. The comment is, I understand it's Super Bowl. I understand that you're going to allow some things to happen. Just don't allow it to happen to the guy that's the intended receiver. And I walk away. Now I got it in the head of the officials. Okay, 
you know, if this is a backside receiver running a clear out route and Patrick Mahomes had no no thought about throwing it don't to throw him, the flag. That's don't fine. throw the flag. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. But if he's an intended receiver and the ball is actually in the air, like you drop the ball on in the first quarter, don't miss that play later in the game. And as a former wide receiver, for all the experts out there in the Twitter sphere, it doesn't take much when you talk about grabbing or just tugging on your waist to throw your stride off. Think about Usain Bolt running a 100-yard dash and somebody just tapping him on his hip. It's going to screw you up big it's time. It's going yeah. to screw you up. So the fact that Patrick Mahomes throws that ball, and when you're in practice, uh, when you run go routes in practice, quarterbacks, quarterbacks are taught, drop back three steps, throw the ball 35 yards, two yards from the sideline. Our job as a wide receiver is to be there. That's it. Drop back three steps, loft the ball, be two yards from the sideline so it can go outside of my shoulder, away from the defensive back, inbounds, and my job is to get there as quickly as possible. Now, in that play, as you mentioned, Josh, Patrick Mahomes, heat's coming on. His body has been conditioned to throw the ball out at that box. We called it the box. Throw it in the box. Um, and guess what? The guy's Good. nowhere near there. He's, yeah. he's not even close to being there. So there had to be something that was happening because we practiced this since July, and I've thrown it to the same place since July, and there's a guy usually there, <laughs> and he is not there right now. So something happened. That, uh, it, this that's, is great, yeah. That's what it's – so that's the design. Can it's we not play just, this in Philadelphia for it's, everybody? It's not just about – and I hate – this is one aspect I do hate about replay and the TV angles is – Slow-mo is not true. Like, I feel like one adjustment that the NFL should have in instant replay is that there should be a minimum speed. Frame by frame is not legit when you're talking about a full-speed football game. It's just not, whether it's a a catch. Well, they need to stop reviewing catches because a couple of that they've reviewed in the Super Bowl, I had no idea what I was looking at. The ball was spinning around when Devonta Smith – Went out of bounds. I mean, like the ball was spinning. You saw it spinning, and they they let it they let it stay. I mean, like to me, there should be a minimum speed, whether that's thirty percent. Thirty percent of game speed is the minimum that you'll go to on any replay. If it doesn't look like um, it was a catch or a fumble or whatever in that speed, great. But frame by frame, you cannot have frame by frame. To me, in a in a sport that's so fast. Yeah. Chiefs so, color analyst Danon Hughes is with us. We'll have more with him live from Rally House. We're at 97th and Quivera, so stop on by Rally House gift card still to give away. Um, Chick Fil A is here as well. If you want to pick yourself up a sandwich, and more importantly, the store is open to get your shop- shopping for your Super Bowl shirts. Danon brought to you by Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling, family owned and operated at MyComfortSystems.com. More with Dean Ice next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Kadarius Tony 
on a pick route to the near side. Couldn't be more wide open. A five-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes, and now Butker can give the Chiefs the first lead of the game. Mitch Altis on 106.5 The Wolf and uh, Whitney as well. Whitney, behind. yeah. I like All the I fact c- that you let it breathe a little bit. Unfortunately, yeah. that song was forever ruined for me by Saturday Night Live. Um, <laughs> David Spade did that. You used to do that Hollywood Minute. I don't know that I have. And no. and he, you remember the movie The Bodyguard? Oh, yeah. God, of course. And so, yeah, well, yeah. so he would go on to rip Hollywood, you know, Hollywood movies. And that was the part. He'd take shots at everybody. And I just remember, I just remember this one. He goes, I, I went and saw The Bodyguard. And I want my money back. <laughs> and, he sang it, and so every time I hear that song, all I can think of is him singing, I want my money back. And that's got to be at least 30 yeah. years Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so that's that, 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 that ruined it forever because yeah. I was just waiting for. And you know that's a Dolly Parton back. original. That's yeah. a Whitney Houston remade that yep, version. Whitney right. Houston, I mean, you're going to be hard-pressed to find somebody with a better voice uh, than, than Whitney Houston. I heard this the other day on our sister station, WFAN. I was listening to see them mock Philadelphia, which was brilliant yesterday. Um, one of the things that they said, though, is that the MVP, guys, and I'll get your take on this, should actually be Joe Shane of the Giants because he cut James Bradbury, the Eagles picked him up, and then traded Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, give Joe Shane a Super That's Bowl true. ring. He's sh- very he gets, big he gets a playoff this share, one, right? For he sure. gets something out I don't of this, gets, right? You know, what that gets you, but <laughs> and weren't they both first rounders or top rounders? Well, Kadarius was. I don't remember what Bradbury was. I feel, like, I, feel I don't know. Maybe he was, but but yeah. I feel like Bradbury can't go back to the Eagles next year, right? You can't bring that guy back. That's like bringing Lynn Elliott back for a second go round. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You got. I mean, we we are part of two playoff wins where individual players may not play for their organization again between the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, linebacker and yeah. now Bradbury. That's right. I forgot about that. That was only three weeks ago and how quickly we forget because Bradbury has become kind of that new villain. But I think if you're a team and you're in a game in a big moment and somebody fails, that guy's got to go. Yeah. Well, D Ford. Yeah, exactly. Yep. D Ford right out the door. The next yep. the, the, the next chance yep. they got, D Ford was showing the door. And many people. Before mean, we knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize they were. It. I mean, uh, yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah, it was like, quick. Yep. Yeah, it was quick. Uh, Dane and Hughes, Chiefs color analyst, is joining joining us here at uh, Rally House, 97th and Quivera. Come on by. Uh, still some gift cards to uh, to give away throughout the show. Um, Chick-fil-A is here as well. If you yeah. want, uh, want a little snack, we are at the 97th and Quivera location of Rally House. Coding Gold coming up 10 to 2 today. We'll be at the uh, Independence location. And uh, Keith Cash is going to drop by during their show today as well out at Rally House. So we'll be uh, all, at any of the uh, locations. You can go get all the great uh, Super Bowl stuff. You can get your uh, parade T-shirts as well. The uh, the photo, the panoramic photo of the field when the uh, confetti was launched. That that photo is here. It's pretty sweet. Oh, they've already got those soon as pictures. I can, yeah. As oh. soon as I can wear Waldo in it, I'll probably be plunking down something for that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all kinds of stuff is arriving like – off the like off the truck, right? And if you're here shopping, you can help bring the stuff in. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's true. That's you right. can help unload. I don't know; they might cut you a deal. I'm not sure, yeah. but this is a place to come to Rally House. We're at 97th and Quivera, and again, Cody and Gold coming up 10 to 2 at the uh, Independence location. That's right. They'll be there, and Keith Cash will be there as well. We've got Dane Hughes with us here on uh, 610 Sports Radio, and I was asked this the other day, too, Dane, and uh, how many more do you think they're going to do? Do you think they'll get to this level of you know, uh, of Tom Brady and the, the seven championships? And I said, well, if you're going to sit here and say Patrick Mahomes can't do that, you know Patrick Mahomes is getting at least eight on yeah. this. I, I've never seen a player – 
who is motivated by this kind of stuff. You can't put your finger on it and use a stat to explain it, but I've never seen anybody use motivation like Patrick Mahomes does. When somebody tells him he can't, he does it and then does it ten times better. Yeah, I think you have a unique breed in Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey uh, and a lot of these plays, the emerging players on this team, where they they thrive at the idea of being considered the top shelf of fill-in-the-blank position. Like yeah. they like, There's some people that just want to be amongst that. They want to be pro bowlers. They want to have that career. And if they can get a Super Bowl, great. But when you're talking about being wired as – greatness or zero like that's where these guys are and i and i had the question asked of me after the game like do you think these guys are going to have the hunger to do what it takes to get back to this i'm like you know my one of my favorite restaurants is uh ruth chris we don't have it here anymore one of my favorite steaks ever to eat is Ruth Chris steak you like the butter on top to melt over the top of it love it love the bernays sauce everything uh, if I don't see Damon get the meat sweats very often, but I, I mean, just, yeah, I, like, did you did. see this? Like, he just, you, just started running down yeah, his brow. I yeah. hadn't like, seen that before. You're a weird eater, as we've established. I am like, very, you're very weirder weird. than I am. The fact that you're like sweating right now and yeah. talking about I mean, the I, steak, it, 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 you're like Ron Swanson. I thought it was just the the Wendy's nuggets, and then no, no Wendy's the, nuggets, the chicken sandwich. Just oh, chicken, chicken sandwich. Okay, I was thinking it was a nuggets. Plain, I knew, I knew there was there. Okay, yeah, because he has a specific Wendy's order, like a like a. I have a specific like, order for every place. Have you it's had the new Italian chicken sandwich at Wendy's? I did. But that with, thing is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I take the, uh, the cake of you, cheese off, though. Oh, you do? Yeah, you, deviated. Yeah, yeah. you deviated. You deviated. All right. I so I'm not going to lie. That sandwich served the entire family. I cut it into fours, and we each had a fourth <laughs> of it and called ourselves a All day. right. Back to Ruth Chris. Sorry. Sorry, So I, I tell people if you've ever had a really, really good steak, and if you go through times where maybe you can't afford to go to that place often, you work and you do something, so at some point again, you get to go back and have that steak. This is what this Chiefs team has. They've had the best steak in town three years. They've won t- two times. It was really cooked well. And guess what? Like, they're not just going to go vegan. Like, they're not. They're just going to continue to Dude, work. Dude, because that jackfruit sucks and it's a scam. <laughs> they try to peddle that as pulled pork. They do? Oh, God, yes. See? Oh, it tastes just like pulled pork. No, it, no, doesn't. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Society is yeah. going downhill. Yeah. But I, that's what I feel. I feel like you know, these guys like pulled will pork? pulled pork. They pulled will pork. have the fire to to do so to stay here um, and make it happen. So I don't think that should be a question for anybody in the Chiefs Kingdom. No, I, I don't think so either. And I just think this thing is going to continue to roll on. Like th- this was to me the ultimate of we've got nothing left to prove here, yeah. right? Because everybody said no, 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 and they went and they absolutely just did. And so. I don't think, like, the, the only thing now that Patrick Mahomes needs to prove is that his legacy will be better than Tom Brady. And if you're challenging me to pick one athlete that can change his legacy and be the best of all time, I'm not going with anybody else in sports other than Patrick Mahomes. Now, you guys may know this, and I don't remember. Were, were we the underdogs in all three Super Bowls? I feel like maybe at least two of them we were, but I, I wasn't sure. I can't remember. Betting was not legal until yeah, this year in the state right, of Kansas that's right. State, and so I have never looked at those numbers. Now, before. even if we were not the underdogs. I don't think Mahomes was ever till this one, right? Well, no, this is the first time they wore white, but they may have been an underdog. Really? Okay, memory is fuzzy. If, I don't if, know. If if somebody, was, there's somebody in Mahomes superlatives yeah. anymore. I tend to forget them. If, if it wasn't <laughs> an underdog as far as the actual betting spread, there was the storylines kind of made it seem like we were behind the eight ball. Absolutely. Let me just say that. Whether it was Nick Bosa and that 
vaulted defense for the Niners. Uh, you know, obviously the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, and then this one with the Eagles supposedly to be the actually best we were team. the favorite against Tampa, if I'm not mistaken. Now that the, you say that, and in part because we beat them earlier in the season. Yeah, but the overwhelming storyline was the clash with Tom Brady, and the last time it happened in the postseason, Tom won and. Tom doesn't lose these games anymore and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like even if it wasn't the betting line, the storylines kind of made it seem like we were behind the eight ball mm-hmm. in, in, in all three of these. And I think these guys flourish with those, with those opportunities. They flourish in those situations. And I just find it interesting when you have the best player in the NFL that you still try to find storylines to make it seem like there's somebody either better or – that he's not going to be great. Yeah, it, it, and he thrives off of that. Yeah. And the more people say it and the more people give him the ammo, the better he's going to be. Yep. And so I feel like like if the rest of the league doesn't want Patrick Mahomes to be good, tell him he's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Just keep feeding it into him, yeah. And the – like, I, I don't, we don't have to really defend the embarrassment of riches, but you're going to have to also gonna have to draft as well as the Chiefs do now. Yeah. Like <laughs> – 21 of 22 guys drafted over the last two years played in that game and contributed. On any given play, or on any, any given series, you have you had eight guys that aren't even vested in the retirement of NFL yet, which is three three years, two games. Like, on any given play. Wow. In any given series, you had eight guys on our defense. That are just pups. That are just pups. Like, so much was made about the draft and – justifiably so, about the six defensive players that could be on the field that were all rookies. Uh, Nick Bolton's only in the second year. Second year. year. Willie Gay, or third year. Third year. I mean, like, we got multiple other guys that are just young talents on rookie contracts, and we got, what, 11 draft picks for this year coming up here in Kansas City? Like, man, I mean, the scene is set for us to really have an established reign uh within the Chiefs kingdom. And, and if people want to know why, right, they want to know why, and you can look at Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, but the why to me is Brett Veach because if he was swinging and missing on all these draft picks, That's right. we'd be talking about, oh, my God, they can't draft well, and Mahomes is having to do all this. And, and we're probably not talking about a Super Bowl championship. I, I mean, I, I firmly believe that. Well, like, there'd be the storyline of, are, are you asking him to do too much? Yeah. You know, right, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, 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 you ask Mahomes be. to do too much or yeah. whatever. But, 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 but Brett Veach not nailing really. these drafts. <laughs> has allowed the Chiefs to be able to keep Travis Kelsey and keep Chris Jones and keep Patrick Mahomes because all of these guys that are making the league minimum are contributing well above what they're getting paid right now. Yeah, and also let's give credit to the coaches. I think there's, and not to get on the soapbox right now, but there's always been this this kind of storyline or, uh, you know, outside the box thinking that when everything's going bad, it's, Spags and EB. When everything's going good, it's just Andy Reid. Right. Especially on the offensive side. But from being a guy in that locker room and going to meetings and preparing for games and game plans, I had much more interaction with Paul Hackett and Jimmy Ray as offensive coordinators than I did with Marty Schottenheimer. Sure. Now, Marty had his hand over everything like you're supposed to, but, like, we got to give credit to Eric Bieniemy, And he continues to get shunned, which I don't understand – around the NFL because it's unheard of in league history to have such a successful coordinator not get a head coaching opportunity. I don't care about – Who then has the, to go do it somewhere else yeah, in order to now be like, qualified to do it. Yeah. Like, I played golf Nuts. with Vance Joseph yesterday, and we were talking about that. Name as well. I told you, Dana knows everybody. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, like, 
it's unheard of to think that a successful coordinator has to go be a coordinator elsewhere in order to get his just dude. Doug Peterson didn't have to do it. Matt Nagy didn't have to do it. We can go throughout history. Nobody had to go elsewhere as a lateral move to show that they were qualified enough to lead an organization. I, look, I think ultimately at the end of the day what hurts Eric Bieniemy a lot is having Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And people looking at Patrick Mahomes and going, yeah, but he's got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Peterson and Nagy never had Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You know now what? he's had Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Josh McDaniels. Well, that guy's a clown. I mean, yeah, but, I'm but, saying yeah. he didn't have to. He didn't have to answer like right. you had Tom Brady. He got two jobs. Right, he got two. because well, actually, of, actually, maybe because of Tom yeah, Brady, <laughs> made three jobs because he didn't take the Colts job. That's too, right, right, that's right. Yeah. So I, I think if you're Eric Bieniemy, now is the time to bounce, go somewhere else, and show everybody else that it's not Patrick Mahomes. But here's the problem: what's the bar? I don't know. That's a great point because, and this is the conversation I had yesterday: is it does he have to be a top ten offense? Because he's got more to lose than to gain yeah. by going elsewhere. Now, if he goes to the Baltimore Ravens, chances are with Lamar Jackson and that leadership with, Har- uh, uh, you know, with what's guys? John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. I was about to say Hartley. That's uh, my buddy. Um, John Never Harbaugh. Yeah, they'll probably be successful. Uh, but, like, if he's, if he's 15, if the offense that he's coordinating is number 15 in the league, does he get a head coaching job after coming, uh, being the offensive coordinator for number one, mm-hmm. and everybody's saying it's because Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Fifteen is okay. There fifteen have been, is good. There've been coordinators that have gotten jobs at with the number fifteen. Both rank. of these coordinators from the Eagles are getting gigs. Yeah. So I feel like, although on one hand I agree with you, Bob, that he has to go elsewhere and maybe separate himself. On the other hand, I feel like. You may be setting yourself up for failure. for failure, and we've talked about that over the years. Like debating, would you rather be the head coach of the Houston Texans or work with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and be the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs? Right? Yeah. There's something to be said for that. And Josh and I would look at each other and go, "Yeah, I think it's pretty good right here. Why do I want to go be the the head coach of Houston? And get fired?" Well, as Dana right? mentioned, you have nothing else to gain. Six Ten Sports yeah. Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF HC Two, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. We've taken up a bunch of your time. Are you going to work today, or can yes, we borrow you some more? Work. I got to go can to borrow you for more. No. Central Bank of the Midwest. I'll be originating home loans there. <laughs> can we keep you for a few more minutes or no? Let me call my boss. Yeah, no, we can. Okay, all right. I, I, literally, you can talk to Dana all day, all the time. <laughs> so we're going to try. Uh, he, he continues with us live from Rally House. Drop on by 97th and Quivera uh, and hang out. Uh, gift cards to give away still. Shopping is underway. More parking to give away for the parade That's true. tomorrow That's coming true. up. Yep. The, uh, the store is open, more importantly, for your uh, – for your Super Bowl pickups, uh, that picture is here now too. Which They've got cool. a stack of pictures. They're literally they out all the hats and now got pictures. Unloading the truck to bring more stuff so in. So parking on the speak. shoulder on the highway. That's not, no, that's no, not good. Don't leave. Don't leave your cars abandoned. I will be back with more next. Michael went to Hellsberg Diamonds, where he found an incredible selection of beautiful rings. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.